Welcome to Big Papa Rob's Podcast Story Rewind. I'm Big Papa Rob. Here I rewind the story from a person, place, or thing and tell you where it originated from. The person I'll be telling you about today was born in 3167 B.C. and died in 2217 B.C., living 950 years. The exact years could be off slightly based on source material. The Bible doesn't say exactly, but in most cases is based off the age of the father when the child was born. This person was born to Lamech and was the tenth generation of Adam. You know, Adam and Eve who ate the apple? It won't take you long to figure out who I'm talking about in this story. When your seventh great-grandfather is Adam, you're from a pretty good family line, so to speak. Can you just imagine the stories passed down? Now this guy could have known his fifth great-grandfather, Enoch, since he was still alive. The Bible, nor other information research, really tells you what this person did before the big event that took place in his life. Second Peter 5 referred to him as a preacher of righteousness. But I must believe that during the 500 years up to this point, he'd became a carpenter or a shipbuilder. If you haven't guessed it, it's Noah, from the famous story Noah's Ark. Now I know some of people may not believe the story and think it's made up, but there is scientific evidence of a great flood. There are those that feel they found the ark in Turkey, and some evidence suggests they have. Even if you don't believe the story of the Bible, there are at least 270 flood legends out there, several referring to a man and his family saving the animals. The name may change from story to story, but the basic storyline remains the same. At the age of 500, Noah gets married and he finds out that God's going to destroy the world. The Bible doesn't tell us what his wife's name was, but according to the book of Apocrathon, her name was Amzera. Also around this time, he starts a family. Japheth was born when Noah was 500 years old. Three years later, Shem was born. The Bible isn't clear as to when Ham was born, but the book of Jubilees says Ham was born two years after Shem. The order in which his children were born can be confusing as well. In a lot of texts, Shem is listed first. At times in the Bible, the children are listed by importance instead of birth order. In this case, Shem is listed first in the Bible because he was more important in producing the godly line that led to the nation of Israel through Abraham. When God spoke to Noah when he was 500 years old, God told him that he was going to destroy the world. This was to happen roughly in 100 years. Noah was told to build an ark 300 cubits long, 50 cubits wide, and 30 cubits tall. The definition of a cubit is the distance between the elbow and the tip of the middle finger, and this translates to about 20.4 inches. Now that we know what a cubit is, that means the ark was 510 feet long, 85 feet wide, and 51 feet tall. This would mean the ark was 1.88 million cubic feet, 
This would hold 450 semi-trucks and trailers or 120,000 animals, about all the size of sheep. I, for one, always thought it was two of every animal. But if you read the text, the King James Version, it's two after their kind. This could be interpreted from my source material, for example, two wolves, male and female, would represent all the dogs since they are tied back to the wolf. There are a lot of discussions around this depending on where you research. Ken Hovid has a great series of videos on YouTube discussing this and creation. The list of animals also specifies having the breath of life. This would mean fish, insects, and invertebrates were probably not on the ark. God also specified seven pair of clean animals, which generally refer to sacrificial animals, such as sheep, ox, goat, deer, and the like. There are roughly ten animals that fall under this classification. As I was researching this, I'd forgotten about the part of clean animals. One other thing. I learned in my research listening to Kent Hovind, he has a series where he talks about dinosaurs and the Bible and indicates dinosaurs would have been on the ark as well. He explains that, of course, they wouldn't have been full-grown. Likely babies are very young, which makes sense considering other animals would need to be very young as well. So, during this roughly hundred years, Noah had three sons and was building the ark. Now, at this time, depending on the information you read, it's believed that there was a canopy of water vapor around the world, and the people at that time hadn't experienced rain. Some say it never rained till the flood. Some just say it would never have experienced any storms. It's also believed that this canopy is why people live so long, because it provided the perfect climate to live in. So during this time, Noah is trying to convince everyone to stop sinning and that God was going to destroy the world with a flood. Can you imagine the teasing and being made fun of he must have endured? During this time, his sons became adults and were married. When Noah turned 600, they were told to get in the ark with all the animals. God then closed the door of the ark, selling them in. Most of us know, based on the story, it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. If you look at the actual wording, it came from the fountains of the great deep and the windows of heaven. Sources say this indicates that the earth opened up, water came from the earth, and the windows of heaven was where the canopy I mentioned earlier being burst open. The rain and the flooding continued till water was 15 cubits above the mountains. Translates to about 12 feet above the highest mountain. The flood lasted 150 days, and the ark settled in the mountains of Ararat. Notice it says mountains, not a mountain. There is a lot of debate about where the ark is located. After another 214 days, Noah and the animals left the ark. These mountains are located in present-day eastern Turkey. Some believe the ark is in the valley of these mountains. I don't know if I believe it's truly the ark or not, but there's a lot of evidence to make you question. Once they got off the ark, Noah built an altar and made an offering to God. God then blessed Noah and his sons and told them to repopulate and fill the earth and gave instructions that they could eat meat and are not to kill people. We also know about the covenant of God established with Noah regarding never flooding the earth again and showed him a rainbow as a reminder. It's believed because of the canopy theory being around the earth before the flood that no one had seen a rainbow before because there would never have been clouds to cause water vapor to create the rainbow. 
Know that after the flood, Noah planted a vineyard because of the story of him drinking too much and his youngest son, Ham, finding him naked in his tent. Ham went and told his brothers, and they went and covered their father. When Noah woke up later, he cursed Ham's son, Canaan, to be a servant. Nothing much is said about Noah after this, except he lived another 350 years after the flood and died at the age of 950. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast about Noah and the flood. You may have learned something new, as I have, doing the research for this podcast. I came across some very interesting theories about the flood. I've included the Bible verses in the show notes, along with a link to the series of videos by Kent Hovind. Also has included the link to Ark Encounter, where I retrieved many of the details about the Ark. Thank you for listening today. I hope you come back next week for the next story. The stories will be ever-changing from the historical origins of many things and the stories of people you may or not know their history. And again, I'm Big Papa Rob, and this was Story Rewind. Produced by Big Papa Rob, edited by my beautiful wife, Amanda, a.k.a. Big Mama. Today's music was Powerful Stylish Stomp Rock by Mark July from Pixabay. This has been a Big Papa Rob podcast, 2023.